Welcome to Oddly Incorrect, a counterintuitive podcast. Dutch is a lifelong early adopter and trend discoverer. Chris is a philosopher, engineer, and futurist. Together, they are oddly incorrect. Finally learned what the interface looks like, and so hello. <laughs> hey. So I, I got it. It works. I got a, I got a question. I got a, an actual tech question, and Let's you're not, and you're the Apple guy. I'm not. I, so let me tell you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ma, Mom's got an iPad, and she cannot reach Google or Gmail. She can't do Google searches, and she can't get to her Gmail. I've huh. been to Best Buy, and now this is this, it's going to get weird. I've been to Best Buy, same machine, no problem getting to Google. My laptop on the same router, no problem getting to Google. My tablet does have problem getting to Google, and and doing Google searches. It tell so mom uses Safari or Chrome, and it tells them cannot find the server. So I changed the DNS, mm-hmm. thinking that would do the do the thing. And one more other thing that I so you know I'm a follower of QAnon. I may not be that big a follower, but I certainly keep up on it. So I had mm-hmm. the the router name QAnon. <laughs> <laughs> so I I I had had it named QAnon with a I think it was it, with a hyphen five G, which is the speed mom was using and hyphen 2g for me mm-hmm. so i could tell which signal was which yeah got any ideas because i changed that i got rid of that and changed it to something else and i'm did like google did you use the google dns of 888 8.8 i don't know i have to check that so it's 888 it's 8.8.8.8 right yeah something like that Okay, something like I can, that. I, she came Try in. That. That, is, that is very strange. Uh, DNS is probably right. Um, the only other thing I can think of is, is there's some kind of weird router filters. Um, well, okay. Know. So I haven't told you that. I, so I've totally reset the router. When I changed the name on it, I reset the router from reset, factory reset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, still, still got that same problem. I'm telling so, you, man. It's the CIA. The CIA or the FBI. Well, Somebody, somebody's got you tagged. <laughs> okay, I, I can believe that. I just don't want to have to tell mom that. <laughs> so, oh, man. That's so weird. If it's I, thought, I thought if, if Google would look at it, they, they might have us blacklisted. 
You know, there's probably the something part, wrong with the device itself. I'm sure, uh, if it's only that I, one device. I would say that. So yesterday, yeah. my sister was here, and she's got a hotspot on her phone, and mm -hmm. she's able to get to Google in the house. So it's from the Wait. same machine. Take from the, the tablet. Off the hotspot the, and get to Google. From, from the iPad. Okay, right. so it's obviously a combination of your router and the iPad. So there's something about your router and the iPad that's not happy. There's either something on the router that's blocking uh, specific sites from the iPad or something on the iPad that's that's funky. That's the only that's the only explanation I can think of. Uh, and try, yeah, try a different DNS. That's probably going to solve your problem. But you said you tried different DNS and that didn't work. So. Right. If that didn't work, then it's probably uh, some kind of a router issue. You might need to reset so, the router. So here's the, here's the one other question I have. Mm -hmm. Is could it be between the router and my ISP? Is I don't know enough about what happens on the other side of the router. I like like I like I said I've well took the router back no. to factory reset. So no, it, it can't be because uh, everything goes through that. Like once it hits the router, on the other side of the router, it's a completely different network. So it, ha it can't differentiate between the devices on your network once it's past the router, right? So if you, go to, if you go to Google on your PC and then you go to Google on your iPad, then once it's past the router, it doesn't know whether that's which traffic. Yeah, I, okay. That, I mean, that totally makes sense to me, but that's the only thing I can think of. And the reason, the reason, even the reason when I bought the router, I bought the router about a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. This only started, this started in April, I think. Um, oh. I bought it a year. So it hasn't been, it hasn't been going on forever. It started about six, about 12, what, eight weeks ago, somewhere in there. And so this is owned by you? You own it? You own the router? I bought the router, right. They were charging us $10 a month. And I'm like, in in 12 months we'll have the router paid for right the only thing i can think of then is that either so they have no control over the router then the the isp doesn't but what had what i didn't finish is when i set it up i had to call them and they went in for the mac address or something they had to do something so that their system would see my router right right yeah, no, no, it should not, it should, yeah, it should, it's probably something to do with the filter in your router or something on the iPad. There's nothing that they could do beyond, beyond that. Okay. It's, I so, mean, you want it, unless, unless they like got in and controlled it somehow, but I doubt if they could. I, well, not on my router, know. they couldn't, but the, the ones that she used, that they used to lease to her, they could, they could do all that stuff remotely. They could reset the router, all kinds of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, they, yeah. We have one of those. I have one yeah. that I lease off the off of Xfinity, and it's the same. So they could they could get in there and do stuff, but um, it's probably either like I said, it's a filtering issue or it's something on your iPad. Okay, so, well, sorry. The, the only thing we haven't done that I've I've avoided is to do a total factory reset on the iPad. Right. You don't not want to do that just yet. Uh, well, I've done everything else I can think of, so. We'll, I'll try the, I'll, I'll, I'll do a search on open DNS or something and see if that'll do it. But after yeah, you get I, off the um, I've, I've had, I've had problems like this in the past and usually helps to just, just use Google's uh, 888.8.8.8.8. Okay. I'll see what I, I, I know I changed it, but I don't remember what I changed it to. And I, and we're, we're getting way out of my 
knowledge when we <laughs> I understand what it is, but how it works, I'm like, nope. Uh, yeah. It does some kind so of look up or something like that. Yeah, it's uh, 8888 and 8844. So 888.8.8 .8 .8 .8 .8 .8 .8 and 8.8.4.4. Okay. So if Got you it. set that as your primary and your secondary, then that should that should solve your problem. But of course, you know, Google, Google will. But if read I go it. back to QAnon, it'll probably start again, right? <laughs> yes. Well, that that is the problem. Your 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 tab, the CIA has got you on their watch list. It's not the CIA. It's Google. <laughs> Google's Google's the problem. Or, you know, well, uh, Google's run by the Chinese government, isn't it? Isn't Google run um, by? The you you wouldn't you would be surprised at the stuff that goes around on where, who Google. Who Google's affiliated with? So, well, I, I, I read you're not this, you're not deep into conspiracies, but you ought to see some of the stuff that's out there. So, well, this is the thing. I, I read somewhere the other day that they refused to give some data to the United States government, but they happily turn over data to the Chinese government. Okay, so one well, of the things like, there is, is they're involved. <laughs> yes, they're in, they're involved with AI research in China, mm -hmm. and they don't. I think this is the one you're referring to is, is they help Chinese, the Chinese Communist Party with their artificial intelligence development, but they don't yeah. want to do that same thing with the U.S. military. Yeah, yeah. Explain that to me. Is there an explanation for that other than the fact that they're a bunch of uh, traitors? <laughs> I, I think this that's probably a good one. And even though you're laughing, I can tell you there's, there's people who... Um, how deep do you really want to go? Oh, I don't know. I mean, if if we go too deep, then we'll definitely get away from the topic of the episode. Remember? Which is what? Are we still on Envy? Yes. What do you mean? Are we still on Envy? We never finished well, it. Right. We were you, talking about it last time, and you said, "Oh no, no, we got to go research and come back and talk about it next time." And I'm like, "Okay, we'll make that yes, part." Yes, you one. said that, but then you came up with this whole thing of a thousand facts website. Where did that come from? So there's so much stuff there that, that that's where I've spent my time at. And uh, I think, so what I'm thinking is, wouldn't it be great for to, to do a user-generated content that would have a thousand facts, a thousand facts that anybody could use? Exactly. And that's what, and that's, let that, them that's, do it. But, what I was trying to get to is the gradient. So you got to start on, you got to start. Let me, let me kind of back up and give you a little bit of what I, what I truly believe. Mm -hmm. I believe everybody's EMC, uh, EMC squared, right? E equals mm -hmm. EMC squared. Mm -hmm. the, the, the relevant fact in that whole thing is C, a constant. Right would not work without a constant. They, they call it a universal constant, but it's also true for anything else. It's relative to a constant. Mm -hmm. And so you, when we were talking about uh, writing down a fact, okay, so a fact, when they're relative to each other, one of them has to be a priority over the other one. Does that make sense? Uh, there has to be, I don't know if there one has to be priority. Uh, I think one has to be considered true. More considered like said, more true. I don't know because I think, well, I, I think it's a gradation there 
And one well, of let them me ask is, you something. How can how can you say that? I mean, a constant, something like the constant, like the speed of light, that is true, is it not? Can you not say? No, that, that, that we're getting into the, the strange entanglements now. <laughs> what a few years ago, I would have said, yeah, speed of light is kind of true, and we've talked about this kind of before, but not really in into it. Is is that with the the entanglement in may in uh, quantum physics? It mm -hmm. just blows all that out. They just, they haven't even figured out what's going on with that because they're part. And I'm not even sure how they under, how they did it, but I understand it is that they have a a photon that can exist in two different spaces at the same oh, no, time. No. It's not that. It's quantum entanglement, right? It's two photons that can be Isn't separate. That strange by, entanglement? And, Isn't that the same thing? Yeah, the spooky action at a distance. It's two, okay. Okay, that's it. That's two, it. It's two particles that can spin in the same direction. When you spin one in one direction, the other one seems that's to match entanglement immediately. That's the entanglement. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The other one seems to magically spin in the same direction, and no one knows why. And it's faster than the speed of light, or it's it's instantaneous. So even though right. it takes, even though that you separate it by a second or two of real time, they ha they switch at the same time. And there's no way to confirm them unless you use the real time, unless the real time passes and you can actually see that. brings in the Heisenberg principle that if you look at it, you change it. So. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. So, so, but the, so you're saying, but the speed of light, can that not be constant? I mean, the speed of sound is. Okay. So, well, yes. Right? Speed, can of you sound, not the speed of sound is within the medium, which is air and no air, yeah. no speed of sound. So it has to be relative to to the density of air because it can it can be faster or slower. Uh, it can be faster in the speed of, the speed of sound yeah. waves in water is is okay. You understand I, what I'm saying? I think yes. I will give you I'll give you the uh, benefit that yes, facts or something can be considered a truth. But it can never be considered 100% truth because there, unless you define it to the infinite degree, there's no way to say that that op operates the same in all circumstances. So, right. like say, I mean, the speed of sound is X, right, 500 miles an hour or whatever, uh, but only under these circumstances on planet Earth, blah blah blah. So you can define it to level where it's like 99.9% .9 truth, but it True. can never be 100%. Right. Right. Because we don't know. First of all, our, met our metrics are, are a lot of that, uh, if you watch this stuff, they refine the metrics and it gets closer, but it never gets there. This, mm -hmm. is, this, this goes back to Zeno paradox. Uh, if you don't know them, Zeno, and you should, you're a philosophy major, you should know these three, <laughs> if you know of them. Anyway, that, those were like mind boggling things whenever I came across them, I'm like, why didn't they teach us this stuff in school? This is stuff you yeah. need to know. Yeah. No, the concept behind 1000 Truths is just a website that lists things that we all know or at least agree to be true or most of us agree to be true. So why and don't you call them 1000 Assumptions? <laughs> That's too long. But ah, the, the, uh, the how about 1000 Asses? No, the, the whole <laughs> concept whole concept is it's almost like a parody of itself right because i think you're i think we, we want to i'm trying to make it more real than you are i guess no i'm trying to make well i'm trying to get people to understand 
I think at the bottom of this is that, wait a second, you're telling me that this is true, even though I feel that it's not true. And, you know, many people agree that it's true. So that's what one is for our counter, uh, counterintuitive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so the meta, the meta behind the site is that, you know, you might go to this site and see things that appear to be true, but then you'll understand that, wait a second, <laughs> maybe some people don't believe these things. Maybe they don't think that they're true, that they're true. And maybe there's no real way to prove that they're true, but it's, it's kind of like quoting Wikipedia saying, okay, I know this for sure because I quoted Wikipedia. Well, how do we know that the person who put it in Wikipedia is right? How do we know that's the truth? There is no way to know that that's the truth. So I think it's a, it's basically a reference point for, for truth. And we're allowing the crowd to determine how true something is. Yes. But so that's where we go in is how do you determine how, how do you put, how do you quantify the truth or not right. the truth, the, the fact. So what I was thinking in there is, um, let me see if I can go back to but when we were chatting, what I was thinking was, so you, you put in a fact out there mm -hmm. and then it's, it's going to be vetted at a certain level. It's going to be vetted where it's like 50, uh, above 50, 50% 50 chance or 50% probability, which is different, uh, probability that it's true. Okay. So as you, where I was going with that is as, as they go up, there's going to be one that's got more has a greater probability of being true than another. Correct. So that you it becomes rarefied. What like a distillation or, or fraction? Yeah. You just feel like it. The, the system did the the what were they compete and they make it to the next level and then they recompete with the the one. It's like a a, a tournament. Um, like a, a uh, like a, like a round robin tournament or like a bubble. Yeah, start. something like that. Yeah. I mean, we can have them compete, muddle, muddle, muddle down here, like the season, like like baseball season, and then mm -hmm. the ones that win in their division move up to the next level and compete against each other, and then the winners of those divisions move up to compete about you know. Uh, that's what I was thinking is that at some, at some level, we've got something that is really, really close to high, like 98% probability of being true, being yeah, a fact. Exactly. Well, that's, so that, but, that's, that's exactly what I was thinking, but it would be more of the Reddit model where you could go in and, and the up, upvote, downvote would represent truth and fiction or truth and false, true and false. And then if something- I think I did valid and invalid. So I went with argument. Because, sure. because well, argument, I mean, I, there's no facts without an argument. There is an argument in every fact. So the, the, the true-false statement would be the argument? Is that what you're saying? So I would go in and say, I argue that this is true. And yes. I, would, I, would, I would flag it as, as uh, up, I would give it an upvote. And it would start traveling up in the rankings, 80%, 90%. So let's say, for example... I put in the speed of light. So the speed of light is, uh, you know, whatever it is, 187,000 miles per second. Right. Um, and then people would go in and say, yes, I believe that. So let's say this is one of those facts that a lot of people don't think is untrue. So it could get up to 98%. And at that point, we label it as true? Mostly true. <laughs> mostly true. Like snow. Mostly true, mostly false. 
mostly true, mostly false. And then, and then that's where we, that's, and then once it hits a certain threshold, once it hits a threshold, then it's quotable. You can say, I went to a thousand truths and I found that the speed of light, everyone, like the, tr it's true that the speed of light is 187,000 miles per second. And you can quote it. And that's why I would take the tagline as, as a ironic, the single source of truth, because enough people have agreed that the speed of light is what it is. Therefore, we take it as a truth. Whether it's a truth or not, we, we accept it as a truth. Well, and, you're, getting, and the, you're getting into what is known as a consensus. Right. Exactly. Exactly. We have a consensus on this truth. And then what we'll do is we'll start putting in things that are slightly less true. <laughs> well, see, like, so, so how do you know that this is slightly le less true than that? It's the... How do, how, it's, how do you quantify the difference between them? It's, it's obviously, you see, this is the underlying uh, thing that I'm trying to prove is that what we, what we feel is true is is not truth at all, but it's consensus, right? If 99% of people believe that, you know, Trump said fine people, and he was referring to the racists, then is, do we believe that that fact is true? Well, or you, did he you, say you it? Pick one, I know that's not true. That's not what he said. <laughs> um, but if you look at, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's all, I mean, I want to be able to point to a site uh, and say, well, you're, but you're 99% of people said this is true. Right. So you're getting in to things that we that that we talk about in rhetoric is is um, uh, even the Greek model, which is really easy to understand and use, is mm -hmm. ethos, pathos, and and logos. Most yes. people when when you and I when you and I talk, I know I'm not not between the two of us, but when we're on, most people believe that it's uh, it's um, logos that matter. Mm -hmm. logos. Mm -hmm. uh, the word, the the logic, the word, and the words, and the logic all are there. But there's another factor that, and we do that whenever we say what your source. Okay, that's bringing in ethos, credibility. Yeah. Who, who said it? Okay, so that's compounded. Do they really believe it? And that brings in mm -hmm. ethos. So it's a very it's a very simple system, but it's a it's it's when I when I get well who who said that uh, I can remember when I'm in a meeting and so can we can you agree with me and my alert system goes off at a high level they're trying to pull the wool over my eyes and I'm really listening in. Mm -hmm. When you when you say can we agree, blah whatever you know, and yep. I'm like. No, because we're always, you know, we can't just agree because you said so. I mean, that's, that's, that to me, that's the, because somebody said so is not enough for me. Yeah. And we've talked about this before when we were talking about contrarian stuff is and the counterintuitive stuff is a, th a th look at what's happened. We've had all these experts go out there and tell us what to do. And they were totally wrong. Totally wrong. Totally missed. I won't say totally wrong, but they totally missed the call. So, well, I mean, 
and I think that's because of because of reality, right? I mean, they are all living in their own reality, and they're living in a they're, completely different reality. They're living in their in what we call our bubbles. They're living in yep. their bubbles. Yeah. So an expert knows. I think Fauci actually said this: is he knows um, um, what do you call it? Health. He called it something like a real specialty, health. Public health, I think is what he said, something like that. He right. knows public health. Okay, that doesn't mean he knows anything else. He, did, he certainly didn't know, if, uh, he should have known contagion, but nearly everyone on my side of the aisle was like, why are they not doing an epidemiologist with statistics? Because there wasn't a whole lot of statistical reasoning gone out, and I think you and I talked about this, is, is data-driven decisions, and we never got to see the data. Exactly. You know, and one of the other one is, is since we're talking in the context of what's going on, is with the defunding of the police, but what I'm hearing is a really interesting word that you should be perked up on, too, is innovative. Mm -hmm. Innovative police. It's more, they're going to defund the police for innovative community action or something like that. I'm like, just because you put the word innovative on it doesn't mean it works. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So they're, they're we, using buzzwords that don't, they sound great. Data-driven sounds great. But until you see how it's enacted, you don't know if it's great. So, you know, when the funny we're- thing about all this, The funny thing about all this police uh, defunding is that is that I think the problem is the problem they have is just with the concept of the police, because you still need a police-like force, right? Whether it's the police run by the city is a completely different matter, right? I mean, do you remember, you remember, uh, what was the name of those? Uh, they're not vigilantes, but those are like public service people that wore berets. Up in, in New York, York uh, uh, Slee. Yeah, something you know who I'm talking about. or something like that. I, I, he yeah. was, he's been out in the public here recently. Yeah, uh, so they're like community policing. Right. Right? So it's not, uh, you know, official, like a professional police officers hired by a police, you know, uh, like a, a f- official police run by the government. It is like community policing. It's still policing. It's right. just not, it, it's, it's just not, it's not it's really all that different than, than, yeah. uh, uh, what do they call it? Something community watch. Yeah, no. exactly. So, so are they, is that what they're calling for when they say defund the police? They no, just what, they're, what, I'm, what I've seen is if what they're wanting to do is to send social workers. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're in a, somebody, I can't even imagine this. So hard <laughs> to get my head wrapped around you're in a life-threatening situation and you call for help and they send a social worker. Wow. Or a psychiatrist. Now, I know that has got to be an extreme case, but I don't understand. You know, you're, you're going to, uh, and a lot of police are trained in social work. I understand that. Yeah. But yeah. they also have the, the other side of their work is to enforce the law. And that's, see, that's the problem is they do not, they do not like the enforced law. 
Mm. I, yeah, so it's it, had nothing to do with the police. It has to do with the law. It's more meta than the police. It's somebody telling them they can't do what they want to do. Exactly. Exactly. So, I, I mean, I don't think this is going to go far because, like I said, I think, you know, whether you're defunding the police or not, you'll still need a police-like force there. Otherwise, everything will fall apart. I don't see well, I, social workers. I, I don't see... <laughs> Yeah. It could so be that, private individuals. You know, it could be private individuals banding together and 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 community enforcement. How is that different than vigilante justice? How I'm like, we have police. We have police because they didn't want vigilante justice. Correct. I mean, go back and watch any western that didn't have a sheriff in town, and they all and all the citizens in town wanted the sheriff because they didn't like the enforcers that were going around doing. Uh, law enforcement without any authority to do it. So they took it on themselves. Guardian Angels. Guardian Angels. Yeah. Something Slayback or something like that. He was just, I just saw him like a couple of days ago. Curtis Sleep. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So So, so is this what they're asking for? Something like this? Just people like watching? I I don't know. I mean, with with no ability at all to enforce anything. I don't know. I mean, I, so, so yeah. let's. I I don't know enough how the guardian angels work. If they if they make a show of force, when I'm you know I'm I'm not saying that right. A presence. If they make a community presence where you know that if you commit something that you're likely to be identified. I'm not even sure a cop's the word that I want to say, because I don't know if they have, if they, if they have, I don't know how they police. I really don't know how they do that. Do they, do they coordinate with the police or do they? Yeah, they absolutely do. I think they're just eyes, their eyes on the ground, basically. Okay. Uh, Their eyes on the ground for the cops because there's certain situations that they can't, I mean, apparently they're all over the place and highly visible in Japan. Just noticed here, if we're looking at their website, Japan, Florida, they're in LA, Sacramento. So yeah, I mean, they, they, it seems to me that they're just sort of like eyes and ears for- So how do for, they get funded? Uh, a cop. Uh, I think it's all, um, what do you call it? I think it's all self-funded. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So, but, but, so, so, okay, so now let's take it. You're not, you're wanting to take our taxes. You want to take, you want to keep taxing us, but you're going to give us less service or less effective mm-hmm. service. Yeah. I, I'm not seeing the argument for that. No. <laughs> we're, no that's we're, it's gonna, it's I gonna don't do- like the term ROI, but I'm not really seeing a return on investment to send a social yeah. worker to break up a riot. I mean, it's yeah. people, it's people. Not, it's yeah. not happening. Not happening. Is, is, have you ever seen McClintock with John Wayne? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you've seen it enough, Chill Wills is in there and he's going, people, people, people. <laughs> Can you imagine somebody with a bog, foghorn <laughs> trying to control 500,000 people? People, people, people. I need you to listen to me right now. Who's this guy? Who's it? They're not going to listen. They don't have any authority. Who is he? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I mean, we we in our 
in our checklist go through who's this guy exactly control exactly. their authority comes in yes it does but who called him an authority and why are they the authority yeah exactly and made them the authority so it's a level of level of level uh, yeah at all times you know and, and there's a lot of this stuff is deeply embedded in the way we do things that we don't even we don't even question them uh, you know so i it's it, when you hit me with a thousand truth or a thousand facts i'm like that would be very interesting as a social experiment to see how truth is verified exactly well that's that's kind of like the main the main reason behind it sort of like the meta reason because there's so much uh, there's so many lies there's out so there. many little things that we do that we don't even know yeah. we're doing yeah exactly and that's why i thought we'd seed it we'd seed it with you just your yours and mine experience so, <laughs> of what we what we feel to be what, true no no what we've observed what we've observed you have to go with at least with the behaviorist model of what you observe with what we've observed to be true and then we can open it up to more people right and uh and then see what happens i'm just i'm just curious uh, basically, we're trying to teach a lesson. We're trying to teach the lesson that there is no such thing as truth. There right? is such There's thing no as such truth. Thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> truth does not exist. Are you trying to divert me, Chris? <laughs> okay, well, if truth exists, if there is such a thing as truth, what is truth? How do we know something is true? Other than the fact that we've we've uh, we've all agreed that something is true. Yeah, no, there's a there's a whole factor that um, the agreement, the consent, at some level, it's a consensus. Yeah. And the thing is, part of the betting that we this is absolutely true is a really, really, really rarefied uh, uh, degree of truth. Exactly. It, it, it would be true on any on any planet, any solar system, any universe, and we don't know that. So it's never we at at our current level of understanding. How would you prove something be absolutely true in all circumstances? Yeah, that's what it would be. There's no way. That's why you could say something like the you know the speed of light is whatever it is. It's because that's what we've measured the speed of light to be in this right. in this solar system on this planet you know in these specific conditions this is what we measure you know maybe out well there's a little bit belt. more to that it's it not only if we belt or it could be slower who knows it's, it's not that we've only confirmed it here is that it it ties into our observations of other celestial objects yes so there's there's some some validation there. It's not just on Earth. They, uh, and I'm not going to go. I'm I'm not a cosmologist, so I'm I, I know a little bit, but not enough. This mm -hmm. is these are areas where I, because the math is so huge, I can understand it. But whenever you get down to the details of how they do it, it, it I I understand the arguments, and not the not the quantification. Right. Yeah. So, 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 so we'll do it, right? We'll do it. <laughs> oh, you're trying once. 
I'm going to set it. I want to set it up. I'm just wondering if you if you would join me in helping seed it. Oh, I won't mind helping you seed it. Like, okay, cool. If this is one of your pet projects, well, let's go. <laughs> awesome. So, so we talk you, about want, so you want observ my observable? Ooh, I would, that, you know, that might even be a really good exercise to even sit down and think about. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I wanted to get it out, get it out on paper or on, electronically into the world. Okay. I'll see what I can come up with. Okay. So let's talk about envy. Okay. <laughs> so we skip oh. over it for one week. We talked it a little bit last week and now you're really into it. So, well, let me just, let me just say one thing. I, so we were talking about throwing stuff online and getting feedback and right. seeing what was out of it. And I thought that was, I thought it was an interesting concept. So instead of Reddit, I decided to do it in Quora. Right. So I went to Quora right. and I said, is envy the root of all looting socialism and communism? Right. Mm -hmm. And I got a very interesting set of responses, especially from one person who was totally convinced that socialism has never been tried yet. Right. Right. Uh, and, and explained why it had never been tried yet and did it in a very uh, sort of brusque way saying that, you know, if you disagree with me, I'm going to cut you off and blah, 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 blah. And um, uh, they, I think the big thing that I got behind is like they came back and said, well, it's greed. It's not, it's not envy, it's greed. So I responded and said, and I haven't had a response from this, my response, but how do you have greed without envy? How can you know to be greedy if you have if you don't see anything right. to strive for? So is it, it that's why that's why I wanted to say is envy the core of all this? Is that if I if I'm just living in my little village and I don't know any better, how would I how would I be greedy? If I don't see that you know, erg around the corner has a nicer hut, <laughs> how can I have greed for the nicer hut? If I don't see the nicer hut, I mean, is that, is, am well, I wrong? Okay, so, so how do you know it's nicer? What is the thing that makes it nicer? Well, I can see him enjoying himself. It can be bigger than my hut. It can be a nicer color than my hut. There's something, there's, see, and that's what I'm trying to say is that human beings, we're, we're comparative animals, right? We, 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 we do comparisons all the time. That's why we're so competitive is that we compare everything. Right. I mean, that's how we sort the world out. Right. If we see something new, we compare it against everything that we've had before. So we're totally comparative animals. There's no way you can eliminate envy, which leads to greed. Can you? Because we're, we're unless you can somehow suppress or eliminate your natural human tendency to compare things. Then. Well, it's not even yeah. so it's not only human. There is an experiment that they did with rhesus monkeys mm -hmm. where they're, they're handing one of them, they can see each other, and they're handing one of them a grape. Yes. And they're handing, you've seen this? I've heard about it. I've heard about okay. it. Okay, they're handing this other monkey something else. It's not, it's not as sweet and juicy as a grape. I forget what the other one is. And they end up throwing that one away and stealing the the grape. I think something like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that so you have how do you not as as a monkey? How do you look at that and say if you've never experienced a grape, how do you how do you understand that it's better than 
we'll say a, a peanut yeah, as a comparison. How do you understand that this is better than that? It looks better. How? <laughs> what makes it? What, well, what? maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's just different, right? It's like. Well, okay. So that's that's a base level different. How? And what is the what is the the it's, at a very granular level? I mean, okay, you're a com you're a computer pro programmer guy. How mm -hmm. would you How would you write this into code that it's better? Well, you wouldn't. You're right. I think you're absolutely right. It's not better. It's different. It's like grass Hi, green. Right? We yeah. don't know. Different how? No, no. So the don't attributes know. are going to be different. Know. We, like you say, the 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 it's a chimp, right? The chimp's used to the peanut, right? They've right. had peanuts. They've had peanuts every day. They know peanuts. And then suddenly a grape appears. They're like, "What's that? I've never seen that before. Um, I want that." It's something different from what I already have. There's a variation between what I know and what I don't what know. What you're describing is habituation. That what we what we see a lot, we get really used to, and you don't become envious until you see something that is out of the out of your habit. It could, we're saying great, but let's go down the other way. And so we, we're used to peanuts. And suddenly there is, let me think, what would be, okay, so grapes, peanuts, what would be on the other side of a peanut? <laughs> well, let's, anyway. You, uh, you right. understand you could take it, if you're going, you're following your reasoning, if it's different and it's rare, because that's a part of what what's going on is the grape was rare. And we took it the other way. They were used to peanuts, and we took them down to um, uh, hot chili peppers. Right, but let's say, but then once I got the grape, and I realized the grape was better than the peanut, then I wouldn't want the peanut. But once I got the chili pepper and realized the chili pepper was worse than the peanut, then I wouldn't want the, the chili pepper anymore. I well, want see, but you're comparing to uh, for, to the known. What I'm what I was trying to say with, with the chili pepper is that the grape, and not even the grape, the peanut is food. The pepper is food. But most people are not going to think the pepper is preferable to the peanut because you're not going to get a lot of nutrition out of it. But if it's only one pepper, it's exceedingly rare within the tribe of monkeys or the chimpanzees or rhesus monkeys. Does it gain more value and create envy? Mm. So the rarity. That's that's one factor. The, yep. That's coming. That's coming. As one fa factor is creates value because it's rare. Okay. Mm -hmm. The other one is a social factor. Is you're looking at so and so loves the pepper, and they're willing to give you. Uh, they're willing to give you peanuts or your pepper and you don't like the pepper right I mean, but that's um, great <laughs> that's, still, a, that's, wanna, that's a social exchange so yeah but I, I, if you get let's go back to this tribe of chimps okay so there's a tribe of chimps and they all have as many peanuts as they want mm -hmm. everybody has you know there's unlimited maybe they live somewhere near a peanut farm and there's right, unlimited right. peanuts 
and every chimp has as many peanuts as they want. Is there going to be greed? Is there going to be anger? Is there going to be violence between the chimps? If every chimp has got enough peanuts to survive and every, every chimp has got 10 peanuts, like one, one chimp doesn't have more peanuts than the other chimp. They all have the same amount. So everybody, so this is the, the ideal of socialism, right? Everybody has at the same amount. So there's no envy between these individuals. In that situation, would there be, would there still be violence and anger and, and envy if everybody has the same? So we can say this. I mean, let me take that. They've yeah. got, they've all, they've, so, and, and if they, so, so monkey A takes 10 peanuts from monkey B, but monkey B has as many as he wants and he can replenish the 10 to, to make a constant. No, no, yeah. we've, we've, we've gone to these, we, we have a hundred, let's say there's 10 chimps and we have a hundred peanuts. We yeah. give each chimp 10 peanuts. Mm-hmm. And will, will these chimps be happy with their 10 peanuts or will they go, wait a minute, I want more than my 10 peanuts. Everybody has 10 peanuts. I want 20 peanuts. Are they going to say that? Or are they going to say, oh, okay, everybody has 10 peanuts. I'm okay with that. That is, that is an argument for socialism that everybody's ha- going to be happy with their basic needs. <laughs> but so unless, so if I saw that, if I saw that everybody had the 10, every, everyone in the, everyone in my tribe had the same as me, would I still be envious? So, so, okay. You're, you know, the story of Noah in the, in the desert and manna, right? Mm-hmm. If you know mm-hmm. that you're going to get 10 peanuts every day, no matter what happens, uh, with the other 10 monkeys, you're all getting 10 peanuts every day. Do the peanuts still carry the same way to generate envy? Because it's not scarcity. You've taken scarcity away. They're going to be there every day. Yep. Yep. Does so that, if, does that, well, like, so I guess what I'm trying to say is, is envy the root of all of this unrest, looting, uh, socialism, communism, all of these systems where people want to steal from others. Is envy the root of all those things? Or is it and like, like one of the Quora respondents was greed. It's like, we, we, like human beings are greedy. They have greed built into them. And uh, envy no, is not, no, I don't believe that. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like in, there, in the I mean, you can think about plenty of people who are not greedy. I'm going to give shut off your back. That makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, on your core question, is it what is the difference between envious and jealous? No, it was, it was, uh, is envy the root of all looting, socialism, and communism? And they started conflating it with jealousy. And I'm like, jealousy and envy are completely different things, if you ask me. Right. So, so I guess my, so that there's my question and, and it has yet to be answered is that if we eliminated envy, it would, would that sort of eliminate 
looting and communism and socialism and all that stuff. So is envy the one, the big, like you say, it's like, a, or what Peter Thiel said, it was like the 10th, the 10th commandment. It's like envy, envy. Is envy the root of all this violence that we're seeing? Is envy the root of uh, well, why so, people want to be in power and, and control everybody? So you have to, I would say we have to segment it and envy, envy of what? Are they envy of material things or of abstract, like status? And Both. Wealth, because wealth and greed go together. I, I totally understand that. But I'm not envious of, of I can't be greedy. Well, let me think about this. Oh, so I'm an Instagram model, and so-and-so has $100,000, and I've got $50,000. Mm-hmm. And the only difference between us is the way I look mm-hmm. compared to them. They they're they don't use makeup, and I have to use makeup to look good. Yeah, so you're envious. So, so I'm envious of the person. This is not my is, and it's measurable. I'm envious because they have a hundred thousand. I use the same makeup they they do, and when they use makeup, I'm everything's the same except for my mm-hmm. appearance. And and we put a we put a control in and we give them the same bikinis and essentially I don't know how you make it exactly equal, but as much as possible. There's got to be a difference. And what is the difference? What creates envy? You know, is a hundred thousand people and you got fifty thousand, there's that's an abundance that other people never even touch. I'm mm-hmm. I've been on Instagram for five or six years. And I'm like three, the most likes I've ever got is like 150 or something like that. Yeah. I'm not yeah. envious of people that get that many likes. No, you are. I'm not willing to do what it takes to get to the you're also, you're also not interested in stealing a big screen TV. No, you're I'm not, not. Not interested in lording over, over other people and saying, you know, the rich should pay for the poor and, and the indigent and the people who, who spent too much money on a college degree. Uh, you see, I think that's, I said, we, we, you know, we're kind of beyond that, but the, I mean, I'm looking at all this, you know, uh, protesting well, the, and looting and all that stuff and going, isn't this all just envy? All, like from beginning to end, it's all these people just envious of other people. Well, so what I would, what I would say there is we need what, we between the two of us what if envy is a is one of those things we may have conquered it but i'm guessing that we we have not quashed it to zero oh no no i don't think you can quash it to zero but you can but the things that you and i are envious of now would be very telling of what the nature of envy is because you and i don't we don't uh i don't care much for material things um i don't know what i would be envious of i've I'm, i've really so that would be a really good question is what what would i be envious of what would really at 60 nearly 64 years old i'm like hot girls are not it anymore <laughs> um so but but I think my, what I'm trying to say is, and I don't know if you can agree with me or not, is, is envy the root of all of this unrest? I know mm-hmm. you've asked me that question several times, and I'm trying to get, is it the root? That, that When you say root, let's make sure. 
The cause. That's what yeah. you're saying. The, the cause. cause. The bottom. The bottom of the. The bottom of the heap. The thing that triggers everything. It triggers the anger. It triggers the greed. It triggers all of that stuff. So all of this unrest. And yeah, sure. There's some. I think we talked about it last time. Like there's legitimate protests, right? Legitimate protests. Right brutality, but then there's also people asking for, you know, reparations and 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 looting and uh, people who are just professional agitators who want to bring in the globalist world world order, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But and I think at every except for the protesters, all of this is driven by envy. Well, right? even with the protesters, I, mean, the I, I don't think I would because I don't know if you've seen this where people are out there. Um, uh, joining the protest may, as an Instagram moment. Have you seen this? No, I have not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that's what you would call it on a search, but they had they had somebody, and it's very interesting. Is I've seen Nancy was, Pelosi and, and Schumer. Oh, yeah, the virtue of African oh, dark. My. I'm like, oh, isn't that cultural appropriation? I'm, I'm like, It's what? a Trudeau moment. It's a Trudeau moment. Remember Trudeau would... Uh, oh, yeah, over in India? Oh, yeah. He'd get uh-huh. gussied up in, in, like, whatever clothes of, like... <laughs> they even turned it into a meme. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, how could you be so culturally tone-deaf to do something like that? I mean, I'm, how... I'm how, like... <laughs> you're, using, you're using a symbol that hasn't even been... I can, I, maybe I could understand it if the symbol had been invoked with the riot, with the, not the riots, with the protest. No, they have not been invoked with the protest. They, yeah. they brought them forward. And, and there's a, a, meme, a meme I saw today with the uh, Lion King in the background. They superimposed Nancy. So it's Nancy lost me. And yeah, is, I, I saw so that. they have her with all the with all the symbols that we're talking about, and, and I'm like, I don't, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know what the that I understand the symbols, I understand the power of symbols, but I would think that the power of that of that symbol needs to be organically invoked from the protest, and mm-hmm. I never I haven't seen it. In fact, I haven't seen. I mean, that's more like Kwanzaa-type symbols than anything else that I could think of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's all fake. It's all... It's well, all... I won't say it's fake, but I think they've they chose... They, they, they're they like uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. They chose poorly. It's mm-hmm. not a very good symbol to use. I wouldn't... I mean, I, I, I get it, but they probably sent staff out to buy it. I mean, yeah, it's, not well, even I given, it's... it's not as a gift or anything. So. But it's it's culturally tone deaf. It's like saying, it, "Oh, it really yeah, is." I, I, it's like I'm in I'm in solidarity with Scots with this with Scotsman, so I'm going to wear a kilt or I'm going to wear a plaid. And it's like you know that stuff all has meaning, right? The different patterns mean different things, and they mean right. different houses, and they mean so to a Scot, all that stuff has meaning. But if you just go out and wear some plaid. You know, that doesn't mean you're in solid. It's like you're, you're, you're not almost, suddenly scotch. Yeah. You're almost mocking my, my, uh, well, mocking I, I won't say that. It. It's you're mocking. Trying, you're trying. Okay. So let me see. Let me taking what you, so if I put on a Spider-Man, uh, um, I'm not mocking Spider-Man. Am I? 
uh, no. put on a Spider-Man suit. I'm not mocking Spider-Man. No, but Spider-Man, Spider-Man is not a, uh, you know, there's no culture there. I mean, there's not a. Really? No, Are you crazy? There's no, what am, what am, what am I saying? There's no deep culture. There's no deep difference. There's no ethnic culture there that supports it. But, well, no, no, there's no, there's no depth to it. See what I'm saying? Is like, if all of a sudden I pick up a talking drum and start beating it, you know, it doesn't make me Nigerian. It doesn't give me, it doesn't connect me to the Nigerian experience. No, it doesn't. All it does, all it does is saying, I'm, I'm appropriating your culture f- to push my political agenda. And, and what I, I would say is, is, you and I both, there's, um, what's it called? In, lo- in logic, it's where you, it, it's a transfer. It's a transfer of, of my ethos, uh, I would say this, it's a transfer of my ethos, of your ethos to my ethos. Mm-hmm. When we mm-hmm. say appropriation, it's, it, or it's, I can't even say it's a, a transfer of, of my logic, or of your logic to my logic, it, because that makes no sense. Logic yep. is contextual and cultural. And I mean, I'm sure there's logics that don't even make sense to us, and I would, and there's three of them at least that I don't know anything about. Uh, not three, but um, uh, uh, Eastern Asia and um, Mid-Sahara. Mm-hmm. Different, and those are totally different culture belief systems. I don't, I don't understand. I would no more than anything go out and put on a a, a, a turban. Or put well, I might put on a, a a Chinese robe because I always thought they were cool. But but I a turban? No, I, that's that's I would not understand what was going with that. But fashion yeah. does it all the time. Fashion does this all the time. They mm-hmm. take from all kinds of cultures and bring it into the pop culture all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it's like, but but they're doing it. They're they're basically appropriated to say we're with you. But the tiny little fraction. I mean, this is like African, isn't it? I mean, it's right. got nothing to do with Black American. Well, I, black that's American. why I said Kwanzaa isn't, isn't a symbol of Black America at all. <laughs> I, that's why I'm saying Kwanzaa is because that's more of a symbol of of African Americans than it is Africa or yeah. even Blacks. I mean, I mean, Southern Baptists. Don't they might choose the colors, but they don't wear the pattern. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Uh, no, so I'm I, <laughs> it's an affiliation. It's 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 like wearing the uniform, but you you don't have the value. Or, yeah. Um, so going it's, back to the, is envy. At, there's all kinds of gradations of envy. So envy of status, envy of wealth, envy of uh, material goods. Um, there, uh, it could be. It, it actually, and goes back to what I was saying. We don't really have good games to work out envy. But I really do, don't. I, I, I think I think you I think you actually mentioned something like that when you when you think about the Instagram likes. Right. So I had this I had this idea that if you're trying to lose weight, you'd have a scale that never goes up. Right. right. Even if you even if you increase in weight, it doesn't go up to keep you thinking, oh, OK, I'm, I'm actually doing better than I think I am. So every time you go, it goes down, it goes down. 
but it, if you go up, it just stays at that same level so that it doesn't sort of dishearten you with a higher number, right? So maybe we can do the same thing with Envy is that we create a bunch of fake followers for Instagram model two who can't get to that level of followers and, and not tell her, but she's like, oh, suddenly I have 100,000 likes. Suddenly I have 200,000 followers. Suddenly I have 300,000 followers. So we feed, so we, we, we feed the envy without it actually being fed. You think that's possible? So okay, so let's 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 work that on your scale. What let's use that as a metric, as a as a not a metric but a standard uh, a, a strategy. Mm -hmm. We're talking about a motivational strategy. So I get on the scale. I've eaten I've eaten pie for the last three days, and my pants are tight. But the scale says I weigh I weigh. 230 say 230 yep yep and that and that's my highest weight um or i know you're saying that it would go down so i'm 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 weighing i'm actually weighing 235 on another scale but i get on this scale and it says i'm 230 yep and it doesn't move until i go to 229 correct and then it locks in at 229 and it doesn't move again until I go to 228. Correct. And, so you're saying, and you're saying we can apply that to Instagram. I'm saying you motivate, you motivate people by giving them false readings that help their, that help their, help them toward the envy, goal. Yeah. that helps, it helps their envy be, uh, uh, what's the word? Addressed. Directed. Yeah. It, well, it, it addresses their envy by, uh, go ahead. It's great to envy people that are losing weight, but if you're not losing weight, it's your envy does not go anywhere. So what you're saying is the reinforcement mechanism or you are actually losing weight and that should increase your, should decrease your envy of people who are losing weight because you're also losing weight. Exactly. And it makes is you feel that, better. Is that pretty close? Yeah. Interesting. And how could we translate it into Instagram? We got to figure that out for next show because I got to go. Okay. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. To be continued on the next episode of Oddly Incorrect.